that YouTube scam guy that that we were talking about in the Discord where he like does those videos about like how he made billions of dollars like following the 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 YouTube algorithm hacks or whatever. Yeah. All the voiceover websites look like that. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I uh my guess would be that most like door thing. That like <laughs> most tutorial websites nowadays are are a total grift. But I yeah. haven't tried to learn a new skill in like 10 years, so I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm all full up on skills. I don't need yeah. I don't need to to learn anything. I learned I've learned how to do to woodwork a little bit. That's that's pretty much Okay. The extent of my skill learning. I was going to say, I feel like it's hard to like grift people in the realm of like woodworking, but I actually <laughs> completely take that back because I imagine that there's a huge crossover with like real man internet. Sure. It's like if you need to learn how to build a table because, you know, yeah. Biden's America is causing the Biden's America is going to you and, can't. Can't buy a table anymore in Biden's America. You Biden's need to learn America. How to for yourself. Um, yeah, the you got to cut down the tree oh. yourself. I feel like I, uh, I went into, uh, I went somewhere else. That's not like real man discourse. That's, <laughs> that's like <laughs> rapture territory. <laughs> you have to, you have to like be able to build your own table to be to to take part in the rapture uh yeah. i feel like you can still like you know walking back a little bit from like the doomsday stuff like i feel like you could make someone feel insecure enough about themselves that they decide to buy your table making course yeah no i to i i could see that luckily it's funny most of the table the like woodworking carpentry guys on youtube are like they're su it's surprising that they're like well, first, safety first, get your goggles on, get your ear protect. Like they're <laughs> it's like it's like, okay, this is not like toxic masculinity 101. They're like, you know, watch your fingies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we like that. <laughs> Those we are like, good skills to learn. <laughs> we like some healthy fingers in this family. That's <laughs> that's always good. Oh boy. So World of Warcraft, huh? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I'm here to talk about. <laughs> no, let's talk let's, about tables. Let's talk about tables. Let's just yeah. talk about. Let's. I should do a podcast on tables. You know who else does a podcast on tables? Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixelit. My name is Kevin. With me, as always, is that's not Phil. That is the Sam. That's Sam from the YouTube channel Afterthoughts. She's Sorry. here. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Sam, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Fun, so, fun to be so, here. So hanging who, out. Who are you? What do you do? What do you? What would you say you do here, or uh, generally in the world? Oh, I haven't done anything here yet. I'm excited to tell you all of the things that I know about World of Warcraft because um, normally. Normally, people don't ask 
for that. Normally, I just give it to them and, and they're, you know, they tolerate it. Um, but normally, I make videos on the YouTube channel Afterthoughts. Um, they run a range of topics, just kind of whatever thought hole I'm in for however many months straight. I'll just, you know, yeah. hone in on that and turn it into something that other people can watch. Yeah. Um, it's ruminating productively. Sometimes she's talking about writing. Sometimes she's talking about UI. It's a real smorgasbord of <laughs> YouTubery on there. Sometimes World of Warcraft, but not enough. But, not, but not enough. enough. Really, really not enough. Uh, in case you have missed uh, previous episodes up through the end of the year, where is Phil? Phil is a parent now. He had a baby. Uh, so hooray to Phil. Hooray. hooray. He is doing the parenting thing for the next couple of months. So I'm going to have a group of uh, group of friends kind of filling his, filling his shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have no babies, so I don't, I don't have any worldly responsibilities and I can. Except for your puppy. Except, yeah. He'll make an appearance at some point. Yeah. He'll um, wake up and he'll interrupt. He'll I, I, I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first thing. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about? We're talking about World of Warcraft. We're talking about Rise of the Horde, uh, the Warcraft book. And um, so there is there's a lot of Warcraft books and there's a lot of Warcraft stuff out there. And it's traditionally a huge blind spot for me personally. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I. I haven't gotten into that yet. Yeah, I never really. I played the Warcraft Orcs and Humans maybe uh, back when it came out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's the true like legendary text. I don't know anyone who's played that game. <laughs> That was when it was simple. It was just like, hey, orcs, there's some people over there. Kill them. Kill them. <laughs> that's the plot, the plot of the game. It's like it's like amazing it's like seeing where the lore went and ultimately became. And the plot of the game is like, the orcs came from another dimension and started fucking killing humans. Yeah, yeah but they have <laughs> motivations. And that see, this is where it all fell apart was like Blizzard realized that they had something and they were like, oh, shit. We've got. We have to justify all of this. How? Just- How do we do that? How do we justify the genocides? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. This book tries to do that a little. L- little bit. Does it actually, or does it just document them? I don't know. If it <laughs> even, we'll I, talk I, about. I, we'll that. talk about that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, if, if you haven't, if you've stumbled onto this podcast and have never heard of Warcraft ever, uh, it was a real time strategy series, uh, back in the nineties. Uh, and then Blizzard was like, fuck that. No more real time strategy. It's going to be an MMO. And it's been an MMO for the past 20 or so, 20 ish years uh, it will be the 20th anniversary next year. Jesus Christ. Crazy. Uh. <laughs> oh, happy almost anniversary. Almost That's anniversary. Something you say. That's cool. I'm going to have to get back into it to Dude, celebrate. For, 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 for the 20th anniversary of World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. that is a long time for something to hold on. There have been so many MMOs that started and died in the 
era after World of Warcraft. See, I never played World of Warcraft. I was a, uh, I played Star Wars Galaxies, which oh. was not good. Also and, probably quite lore heavy. Yes, uh, sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I've heard of some 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 uh supplementary materials yeah. for this Star Wars MMO. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't great. Um I mean, we don't really have to get into that. But uh but yeah, so World of Warcraft. Uh, before we get into the book though, I want to just talk about the author real quick. Uh the author is Christy Golden. She also did the narration for the audiobook. Um That's right. And she, yeah, she sure did. And she had a, she's had a pretty varied career in media tie-ins. Uh, she wrote for TSR, which uh, was the previous owners of Dungeons and Dragons before Wizards of the Coast bought them. So she wrote for TSR. She authored the first Ravenloft book back in 1991, and she's written a bajillion books for Star Trek. She wrote Assassin's Creed. She's written a bunch of Star Wars books and like a thousand World of Warcraft uh, novelizations. So <laughs> that's who we're, we're who we're working with right now. Um, I'd like to know which other which other Warcraft novels she's done. There was a list. Let's look that up. Christy Golden. Her Wikipedia page cites. Lord of the Clans, Rise of the Horde, Beyond the Dark Portal, Rise of the Lich King, The Shattering, Prelude to Cataclysm, Thrall, Twilight of the Aspects, Jaina mm. Proudmoore, Tides of War. You gotta love it when there's a double colon in the title. There's one just called War Crimes. Oh, <laughs> what? what? Yeah, no, I wonder who that's about. That's just about Gera. I feel like <laughs> there's one uh, Warcraft Duratan, the official movie prequel, Warcraft, the official oh movie God. novelization. She wrote World of Warcraft before the storm, World of Warcraft exploring Azeroth and World of Warcraft Sylvanas, which came out last year. There was so, a OK, so the novelization of the World of Warcraft movie must really be something. Yeah, that, it's it's a copy of a copy. It's 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 several layers down that. That photocopy is, is pretty... The ink is pretty bare on that one. <laughs> uh, that's, that's such an interesting choice. Also, War Crimes is, in fact, about Garrosh Hellscream, the character I most associate with the phrase War Crimes in <laughs> the Warcraft universe. Sylvanas might take the War Crimes, most War Crimes committed crown soon. Um, but yeah, if you, if you thought the war crimes in this book were bad, um, wait until yeah. you find out what 20 years of World of Warcraft can, uh, and I, yeah, that, wild things. We're not even going to get to the, 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 the meat of the war crimes in this episode. We're no. just gonna, we're, we're, but the war crimes, it's like, we're going to end and the war crimes are just over the hill. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, with all that being said, um, let's go ahead and put the body in the marsh with the prologue. Tell me how they find him so fast. Somebody walking a fucking dog in three feet of mud? Somewhere yeah, remind off. Me the book goes. What's that? <laughs> Narrate the book to me. Yes, somewhere off in realms hitherto yet unknown, Sargeras is tempting the three leaders of the blue people. 
Killed Jaden, Velen, and Arch. I just call them the blue people, by the way, because they have like 15 fucking names over the course of this book. And I am, I don't know what I should call them. <laughs> I, do you want me to be annoying? <laughs> no, I, I, I should also say, yeah, I like, uh, my, my reading experience with this book was very strange because I'm like, way too familiar with the lore surrounding World of Warcraft. So, like, I was reading through this book being like, okay, yes, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know all these things. I know all of this. And I I understand that that was not your reading experience. Right. (laughs) I don't know all of this, but... uh, They're called the Erudar for about... 12 seconds yeah they're 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 the eridar and then they are the uh the other people uh yeah still blue they're still blue they're always blue they're always blue except for the ones who are red (laughs) except for the ones who go go evil and are red but we'll uh we'll talk about that evil bit uh so kill there's there's the three leaders of of those folks kill jaden velen and Archimond, and how could you not be evil with a name like Kill Jaden? Um, I know. <laughs> yeah, Velen is super cautious about taking any sort of deal. Uh, Velen's friends laugh at him. Ha ha! He's a he's a loser uh, for for being too cautious. And he goes to the temple to consider what might happen. And he has a vision of what Sargeras's power will do to them and corrupt them and twist them up on the outsides and the inside. Uh, so he presents this to Archimon and Kill Jaden, and Kill Jaden are like, eh, you're, you're making, you're making stuff up. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then Velen's like, ah, they've already taken the deal, haven't they? They've already, they're already bad guys. It really does feel like, you know, he comes back to his bros, um, and says, hey, I had a vision, and this is gonna fuck us up real bad. Um, this... It's going to be real bad news. Um, we're going to join a horde of demons. Um, it's going to be terrible for everyone, for the entire universe. And his friends just kind of come back and they're like, but what if, what if it doesn't? But what if it doesn't? <laughs> doesn't. It might. But what if it wouldn't? They very much do it anyway. Yeah. It, it reminds me of, um, oh, fuck. Now I'm blanking on the name. Um, Owen Wilson in that one uh, Wes Anderson movie where mm. he's talking about, uh, we all know that Custer died at the Battle of L- Little Bighorn, but what my book presupposes is, what if he didn't? <laughs> <laughs> Any texts not related to World of Warcraft, you are going to have to explain to me much more thoroughly because I'm only <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think that was another really interesting thing about this book. I don't know how often you run into this in your podcast. Um, I don't know who the audience for books like this sure. would be. Like, I would imagine World of Warcraft players who probably know a lot of the things going on here. Um, they might not be complete, like, lore fiends like me. So some of this stuff might be like, oh, so that's that's how this that's, happened. That's, that's how, how that happened. But for the book to just... It'd be like if you're reading a like the a story from the Bible and they just mention Satan and you have no idea who Satan is. Just like yeah. who is this guy? Just kind of dropping like Sargeras in there is kind of yeah. like Does the reader know who that guy is? Yeah, or, I don't. Sargeras is I guess he's a bad dude. Yeah. Sure. 
it oh. just feels weird for him to just kind of just make a little chapter one, like, hello, I'm going to cause everything that happens, and then just dip. I am the one who makes this book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Velen then takes, uh, looks at the, the, the Automall crystal, and it starts... It starts talking to him, or an entity called Naru starts talking to him, or the crystal causes the entity to start talking to him. Either way, there he looks. <laughs> the Naru uh, is the entity, and its name is Kure, um, and Kure is like, bro, you got to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, shit's bad. It's gonna get real bad. Get out of here. So Velen goes to the mountain like every good holy man does <laughs> True. with the, with the Automog crystal. And he tries to bring all the folks he trusts. He's like, gonna. he asks his friend Talgath to round up folks to escape. But, ah, oh, shit, Talgath is already a traitor. Um, he's already on the bad guy's side. And Kure, uh, the, all, the, all the people are already, like, transformed into the evil version of the blue people. And they're coming for them. And then Kure... Uh, the crystal breaks into seven Roy G. Biv style. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That was one of those things where I'm like a little bit unclear on that. From my understanding, yeah, the crystal was just like, I have a spaceship. Good news. Good news. I have a spaceship. Get in my spaceship. But yeah. That's what I imagine. It's just like a, a a spaceship coming and beamed them away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. You think that diving deeper into the lore of how all this happened, you'd find out like where the spaceships come from. But it still just kind of ends up being good news. There are spaceships in World good of Good news, Warcraft. everybody. There's a spaceship. <laughs> Maybe it's like, it's like, it's like almost like, it's like, all right, we're going to take some, uh, world of Warcraft mythology and we're going to, instead of borrowing from, we're going to borrow from a little bit from this religion, borrow a little bit from that religion. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Scientology. We're going to grab some Scientology, Scientology. <laughs> and throw That's it in there because people. we got some Thetans. <laughs> we got yeah. Some- yeah. It's it's actually, god damn it. Yeah, this is like a little weirdly weird, similar. It's weirdly similar to Scientology. Yeah, um, there is Space Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Space Satan. Yeah. And the uh, rebels uh the, fly escape, away from Satan. On a spaceship. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that can never noticed this before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kill Jaden vows to find them even if it takes a thousand years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's the end of the prologue. Uh, Chapter one, we open with a segment from present day as Thrall writes about how the Horde was created. Uh, And I don't, I, I guess this is like, important if you have even the slightest understanding of who thrall is or when present day is or current or current as of this book is i don't know or is it is it before is it uh, i don't that's know a good point. 
That's a good point. That's a good point. I know who Thrall is and just forgot that, yeah, yeah, this guy just shows up and he's like, I'm going to occasionally interject into this story that I have absolutely no active part in. I wasn't, I wasn't even born yet. (laughs) It's not even like he's the story's pen pal. Like you could put everything Thrall ever says in this story and it would not affect the book in any way. At all. Something will just happen, and then you'll get this little diary entry from Thrall that was like, "Yo, that was fucking crazy." <laughs> and then the <laughs> it's story fucking crazy, going. right? <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm gonna k- keep Samwise gamgeing in this story. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I I misspeak because Samwise was an active was protagonist. Yeah, Sam was there. <laughs> Active protagonists. Uh, <laughs> don't take them for granted, folks, because you're not getting them in this fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we get some background on the Kosharg celebration from the point of view of Durotan, a young orc from the Frostwolf clan. There's a lot of description of the festival, how many beasts were slain, how delicious they were, mm-hmm. how, they, how it filled their bellies. A lot of really, like, description about, like, it was good. It was a very good festival. Stuff like that. Um, I want a good festival. That's why I read <laughs> fantasy books, is I want to read about all the all the happy festivals and the happy children and the tasty food. <laughs> the that tasty was, food. Yeah. And the dancing. Yeah, um, lots of dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and Duratan. Yeah. Duratan's bored, so he leaves the children's table slash tent um, at night, and he runs into another young orc uh, named Orgrim uh, from the Blackrock clan, who is also sneaking out to see what's what's up, what's going on out here. What are the adults actually, what are they doing in there? What are the adults doing in there? And they sneak over to the adult tent, and uh, they're just like, the adults are just talking about, like, taxes. and. Yeah. <laughs> Like my back hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adult things. Um, <laughs> and then they continue bonding for the next few days with feats of strength, um, which just makes me imagine like Durotan and Orgrim are like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage, just like doing a feat of strength in the middle of the wrestling ring. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but I can. I don't know who those World of Warcraft characters are. <laughs> like Who's who Hulk Hogan? What expansion was he from? Yeah. <laughs> He's a <laughs> Torin Chieftain. <laughs> Torin Chieftain Hulk Hogan. <laughs> leader of the Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> and that's chapter one. Uh, the only thing we establish is that Durotan and Orgrim decide to be friends Mm -hmm. and that's never been done before orcs don't make friends they have Mm -hmm. family and they have their tribe but friendship what are you what are you doing Um, yeah i didn't necessarily understand the point of like playing that up so much because then you know later there are a lot of moments where all the orcs will come together and be like oh yeah everybody respected the hell out of this dude and it's like yeah like it seems like I don't know. It wasn't the maybe the most transgressive thing for these two dudes to be to be brown out, but yeah, um, the book really wanted to let us know that this 
it's weird to. It's weird. It's These weird two guys are hanging out and ha- and having fun, brown out weirdos, little little freak mode over there. Yeah, goblins doing goblin goblin mode. <laughs> um, chapter two, more reminiscing from Thrall, talking about uh, the Taran and how Drekthar likes the Taran as well as the Draenor and their good clean magic. Mm-hmm. Could, Good, clean magic. Feels like a dog whistle somehow. I don't know how. It just feels like it's... <laughs> There's just some... I don't know how you can say that about one <laughs> one group of people over another have good, clean magic. Um, uh, dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dirtam and Orgrim are in a foot race and Orgrim wins and they banter back and forth, but they're interrupted by an ogre. Oh no. Uh, so they're like running away from this ogre and the ogre is trying to just really trying to smush them up, uh, as ogres do. Uh, this is where I really dig the author, uh, like, interjecting a little bit of her idea of what orc culture is like because the little orcs are maybe a little bit less concerned with the fact that they're going to die than with the fact that this will not be an honorable death in combat. Like, okay, sure, sure, they're they're being squished, but they are not participating in this at all. Like, all the other orcs are going to make fun of how they died, and that's, like, their kind of main concern here. They died without a weapon in their hands running from Mm -hmm. an orc that squished them. Not an honorable death. Uh, Orcs and Klingons. Really... Similar. Really similar. (laughs) Um... And then uh, the, the the a bunch of uh, people with blue people with armor and bar, uh, uh, bows and arrows and uh, stuff. They they show up and they basically stealth kill the ogre with a million billion arrows. They just shoot the shit out of this ogre, uh, and they meet the leader of the hunting pack. His name is Restalon. Uh, who checks in on them, makes sure they're okay, sends off messages to their respective clans about their safety. Uh, then they stranger danger off with him to a second location. I love the little detail about the Draenei just like kidnapping these children and being like, no, it's totally chill. We sent, we, we phoned your parents. Like, we told your, your parents, parents know you're here. Don't worry. This isn't don't. weird. This isn't weird. Your parents know you're here. They said it was okay. Now come with me, children. There's like a little extra perspective from like, it's almost like, yeah, the author's trying to tell us like, no, 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 guys. It really wasn't weird. It was really actually fine. Because then we like dip over to one of the orc shamans who was like, hello, I'm an orc shaman. I heard it was totally chill. (laughs) Fine. Anyway, back to those guys. It's cool. Don't worry about just it. Just to let us know that, like, she, the kids are accounted for. No the kids are all right. This is not a kidnapping. It's a <laughs> totally cool babysitting, like a mm-hmm. pop up babysitting situation. Yes, it, it's that, it is three a.m. and she knows exactly where her children are. <laughs> yes, everything's fine. Uh, I just reminds me of when I got I got. Uh, in the town I grew up in, I was, uh, I, I used to, I had like permission to walk from my house to my friend's house, which was like 
down the street and around the corner. And one time when I was leaving uh, my friend's house, I got turned around and I just like kept walking down the wrong street and I had no idea where I was. And uh, I ordered, I, I ended up in uh, in a bar. I'm like seven in a bar oh. <laughs> that is run by the, I believe it was the order of the Hibernians. Um, this sounds made up. <laughs> the ancient order of the Hibernians are basically there. It's like an Irish Catholic organization. And I just like walked into their bar. Um, and so I was like, Hey, I don't know where I am. And they're like, do you know your phone number? And I said, I do. So they called my mom and she picked me up. And I, so I was basically Whoa. like, like Duratan in that situation. That's, you, you and, gained uh, knowledge that uh, no one else in your family had access to. Right. Um, Cause Which that's is, the, that's the interesting thing about this book was like, you know that like the Draenei and the orcs are cohabitating on this planet. I also really loved that little tidbit where the Draenei were like, yeah, what up? So like we showed up here and we call ourselves the Draenei. And so we call this planet Draenor after right. us. We named and it. We were, like, you don't have to do that. That's just what we call it. And the orcs are like, we don't actually have a name for it. <laughs> so they, <laughs> The, we'll go with Dranor. It's fine. Oh, Dranor. Like, <laughs> they all just call it that. I think that is so funny. They just call it, like, Planet. They're like, yeah, you, you know what? You have a name for it? All right. Let's just, you you thought like, of it. So. You thought of it. You actually put some thought into the fact that <laughs> we, okay, we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with, with Dranor. We'll just, we'll just name our whole planet after you guys. After you guys. We don't know where, like, how far this planet goes. Uh, we haven't <laughs> like we haven't tried to like Marco Polo around the world yet, so no. we'll go with Dranor. It's okay. It, like it does explode later. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it actually wow, the timeline is so whack because I didn't mention this earlier. So Thrall is like it, he's a uh, Durotan's son, right? Okay. So, um, timeline wise. You can probably already tell that this is like a bit fucky because yeah. like he's writing the story about how there was no war when his dad was an adult and then war happens. And right. sometime in that time, the world blows up. <laughs> um, things happen very fast <laughs> in, on the scale of like a single like lifetime yeah. in World of Warcraft. Or in, Which, war, in Warcraft. And for the Draenei, it's like, it's like not that much time. It's like yeah. a month in Draenei time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like a single NPC, a single character in World of Warcraft will just remember like four different world wars because they all happened in the span of about three years. <laughs> overlapping world wars it's, it's like we wild. we we, dis, we distinguish them just because they were about different things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
they uh, they go with the the Draenei uh, and they Batcave entrance into the Draenei city via illusory forest wall, basically. Uh, be like, oh shit, there's an entire city here. We never knew that. Draenei are like, yeah, we're magic. <laughs> um, Thrall writes about how Duratan didn't have the words to describe the city. Good, good. Thank you, Thrall. Good in. <laughs> Good addition to the story. Uh, the city, though, is glorious. It was something. I wish he told me what. I wish he told me what. It was. It was a thing. Uh, it's. It's. It's like that. Uh, uh, it's like that uh, song tribute. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> From Tenacious T. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. remember the greatest song in the world. No. Um, this city is a tribute. Orgrim right away is being weird about the floating metal. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's like, that's impossible. Magic is a thing, but fucking floating metal, that's not a thing. And the Draenei are like, it's also magic. And he's like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. It. This is like a, a scenario that uh, I would love to see, you know, yeah, explored way more. It's like you've got these orcs over here and then these hyper-technologically advanced dudes just show up, set up shop, next door neighbors. They like, this is like the first that they've interacted. Um, yeah. Is something yeah. that they were saying. It's like orcs had like never been in like a Draenei city before. They like right. didn't talk, and they're all they, they're super chill with each other. So we don't really get a sense for like why not. Like yeah, rude of the Draenei. Honestly, they just show up and like they just show up, spend, like, name the planet. They show yeah. up, name that they didn't go to the orcs and ask them what the planet's called. They just show Guys. up on their on their spaceship, and they're like this yeah. is ours now. And then like <laughs> hundreds of years later. Decide that they're just going to go take two children and give them like, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory experience <laughs> out of nowhere. I uh, I like the idea of now of Restalon uh, just dressed up like Willy Wonka during the course yeah. of this scene. <laughs> you two did great. You can have our spaceship now. You can have our spaceship. This is yours. <laughs> um. Duratan sees a Draenei who he thinks is their age, and then Restalon's like, oh, uh, Draenei live for, like, ever, so mm-hmm. she's not your age. <laughs> yeah. Stop looking at her. <laughs> Stop looking at her. There's a power imbalance here. You shouldn't talk to her. Um, <laughs> Restalon shows them uh, the views. It's very pretty. Then shows them to their rooms for the evening where they eat fruit and, again, fill their bellies, which is just a thing that orcs fucking do mm-hmm. anytime we're a little skeptical of the vegetables which yeah fair. fair you know veggies not real food yeah it's green why would i eat a green thing yeah what? Um, <laughs> and so on uh uh Restalon then oh and they change into new fresh clothes they're they're also super skeptical of bathing um <laughs> <laughs> they're like we're not gonna take a bath um but they change their clothes, and then Restalon tells them that the prophet is ready to see them. Which, at this point, you gotta like tell your kids that if anyone tells them 
that a prophet is ready to see them, just yeah. tell your kid to uh, what is what is it? Run, hide, fight. Is, yeah, <laughs> call me. I'll come pick you up. Call um, me. I'll come pick you up. We don't. I, I, please don't talk to any prophets, sweetie. The breathing <laughs> thing is so funny to me. Because, again, you know, it's, like, that's, like, the fun of, like, a fantasy book like this. You really get, like, insights into, like, the different, like, fantasy cultures. I love how Orgrim, he's, like, ew, bathe? Oh, ew, what? Ew. Weird. Why would I do you that? Know, you don't bathe? And he's, like, well, I mean, yeah, like, we'll jump into a body of water and, like, scrub ourselves. But, like, ew, no, we don't bathe. It's like We don't do that. What are you talking? <laughs> that's what bathing is. Stop it. Cut it out. <laughs> child. Get out of here, weirdo. <laughs> judgy little guy. Judge, just a judgy little dude. Um, <laughs> Velen asked them all sorts of questions about the orcs, like their 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 defensive capabilities. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it, yeah. it's it's it seems on the level. It seems like a nice dinner. Velen tells them all about how the how Draenei means exiled ones, and that they're from another world. Um, Orgrim manages to find offense in something that was not intended to be offensive. Orgrim <laughs> really has a hair trigger on that stuff. Um, it's like, it was something like, oh, like I, I, he's like, I wouldn't be able to explain it to you because I like the words don't exist in your language. And Orgrim's like, yeah. you call me fucking stupid. <laughs> it was like, it made me wish that I had the communication and de-escalation skills of Velen because he initially was kind of condescending. He's like, oh, I couldn't possibly explain to you how our magic works. Like you wouldn't understand. And yeah. Orgrim is like. Um, okay, try though. Like, yeah, we're not dumb. And then Valen is like, oh, I'm so sorry. No, that is not what I meant to say, but I see how you took it that way. No, I just mean that my orcish is not good. <laughs> so, like, oh, okay, my orcish yeah. is not good. My, even though I've been perfectly fluent up until this point, <laughs> and I've had 200 years to learn. Um, so, um, uh, Vel uh, so Velen goes to bed and says, "We'll meet each other again someday." Uh, uh, meanwhile, uh, Mother Casher is talking to the ghost of Tall Craw, and Tall Craw wants Casher to bring Duratan to meet the ancestors. So that'll Those happen. Those words that you just said. <laughs> Those are some words. Those are the things. Um, yeah. She's like the shaman of like Durotan's clan. Yeah. Like the shaman are like really important because they communicate with their ancestors. Yeah. It's like a big deal. And I, you know, I've read a little bit, I think, further than you. I still do not know why she was supposed she to did this. Durotan to meet the ancestors. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Uh, and we're not <laughs> going to find out in chapter four, no, which starts with another thrall journal entry. Yay! Um, where he's talking about the old ways are coming back. Things are being reestablished, such as the celebration of, of Orgrimmar, which is when a child uh, orc becomes an adult. It's it's bar mitzvah for orcs, basically. Mm -hmm, yeah, like murder um, bar mitzvah. Murder bar mitzvah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Durtan is hunting a tall buck, which is a deer thing i assume yeah big fancy fancy, fancy deer. deer uh and he wants to show he's the hot shit so he's hunting a female tall buck because uh the male tall bucks have already lost their antlers 
this season, but the female Tallbucks still have them. So he <laughs> needs to have like a chance of death in order to really feel like he's he's important. Uh, they told him it's like a formality and he doesn't have to go all out. He just needs like the blood of something, of an animal, and just bring it back. And he's like, no, that would be dishonorable. And like, if your own people are telling you just to chill out a little bit. <laughs> I love the description of the different ways you could cheat if you were so inclined. Like, oh, you could just kill something earlier. You could have someone else do it and then just, like, keep a little bit of the blood and splash it all over yourself and be like, wow, you guys it's, would not believe. You wouldn't believe. I got uh, did the tall buck exploded in my face. Totally, ex- yeah, it was. Cr- I killed like seventeen of them. I wish you guys had been there. You guys ever see that scene in Scanners? Uh, oh boy! <laughs> uh, so he kills the tall buck after pages of description of the hunt. Just, just lot of lot of talking about him chasing, hunting. He's chasing and hunting. Um, and I wrote a note here saying description of a scene doesn't make a story because <laughs> it's just like we get like three pages of him chasing after this tall buck. We're like, I stopped caring halfway through. Just kill the fucking tall buck already. I mean, <laughs> sure, this is the most active the protagonist is in the entire book, but <laughs> yeah, you have to give him a moment. Give him the moment where he's setting Maybe. out to do something. Yeah, yeah. he needs his time to shine before he then does nothing does the nothing but lets things happen <laughs> oh boy does he <laughs> uh, anyway he's an adult now <laughs> anyway he's an adult now um so uh, mother yeah. yeah he's an adult he's a big boy he's now an adult. Do, do they talk to the Draenei ever again presumably no um, presumably did, no presumably no yeah, we're, he like his he made BFFs with the Draenei. Yeah. Uh, you'd think he'd be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go hang out with the Draenei again." They had uh, that really nice moment. They found out that they definitely speak a similar language and are totally chill with each other. Uh, have like respect for each other's cultures, and th- they just never talk to each other ever again. Never talk to each other. And it's like, we're, we're like, holy shit, we're not alone in this world. There's another sentient species right mm-hmm. next door. Mm-hmm. It's like humans finding out that there are like super chill aliens like in in Greenland or something. <laughs> it's like you're living out in the woods trying to, you know, build a log cabin, keep food on the table, uh, fend off wild wolves and bears. And then another guy moves like 20 feet to your left and you run into each other. You have a great conversation. You find out that they're a super chill dude. You get along really well. And then you're like, all right, anyway, <laughs> back to fighting these wolves by myself. We're like, good luck on your hunts for the rest of your life. Uh, right. <laughs> Anyway, that was frustrating. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of frustrating, Mother Kasher, uh, the shaman, and Durotan are going to the mountain to talk to the orc ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And they get to the cave and they light some sage and stuff. They got to purify. Uh, they they have their water things and they fill up the pond a little bit. And uh, Durotan can't see the ghosts, but... Uh, Kasher can see the ghosts 
And the mm-hmm. ghost of Talkra is like, hey, this guy's going to be a hero of your people. Cash is like, dope. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, that's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. The best part is that they say might. He like he gets might. his hopes up. He's like, wait, what? That sounds cool. And she's yeah. like, okay, hold on now. They said maybe. So yeah. they there's this whole chapter where they go up to like listen to all these ghosts say that this guy might do something cool someday. Someday, maybe. maybe. If he doesn't die in battle or something, or an orc yeah. kill or ogre kills him. Man, there's nothing like a really unspecific <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> To make us believe that your main character truly deserves to be the main character. This guy may or may not do something of note later in his life. Thanks, yeah. Nostradamus. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Story. Uh, yeah. Uh, so chapter five, Thrall says that hate can bo- be both manipulated and created. That's that's some deep stuff there, Thrall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder Thanks, if that's going to have any input, any impact on the story coming up. <laughs> kill Jaden. We we get back to kill Jaden. He is angry. He is he is oh he's a. It's been it's been centuries and he hasn't yeah. gotten his guy. An he's a arc, grumpy guy. He's a grumpy dude. And Archimon is like, why don't you just give it up? Give up, yeah. Velen. Like. We have so much shit we can do. Kill Jaden. Focus on literally anything. Yeah. There's, there's Who cares? so many worlds and planets. Do anything else. And Kill Jaden's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Togoth is like, hey, I might have found them. Kill Jaden's like, all right, you got go there, watch them, observe and report, and do nothing without my express written consent. Um <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, yeah, what a time they're having! What a time, yeah. They are like the book, also, I feel like doesn't tell you. Maybe it does at some point that the the goal of Sargeras is to destroy all of creation, right? So it kind of makes me wonder what is in it for Kill Jaden. It's like, yeah, he does need to kill this one guy he used to be friends with. But, you know, it's in grand service of ending all life in the universe. Yeah. Circle back around to them, you know? Yeah, exactly. You don't need to waste time on this. It's It's all on the to-do list. You got a big task there, buddy. You Mm -hmm. you need to take little bites uh, over the centuries, or else you're never going to get around to it. Mm -mm. No, you, you can't kill everyone if you're getting really hung up on just this one dude on this just one dude you're 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 uh your your focus you're not seeing the forest from the trees mm-hmm. uh or the velen from the everyone else no um, <laughs> meanwhile it's the koshard festival again hooray hooray people are having fun and dancing and laughing and f- eating meats uh, and Durtan <laughs> notices a girl that he has a crush on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's like, I don't know who she is. And then he's like, oh, shit, I know who she is. Her <laughs> name is Draka, and she used to wear glasses, but now she doesn't, yeah. so she's hot. <laughs> she's hot now. <laughs> she's hot now. <laughs> I didn't recognize you, but now, now you're sexy. 
Now you're so hot. Uh, you want to go out on a date? And she's like, I'm underage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I let, I, you know, little <laughs> moments where female characters uh, don't make me sad um, are great <laughs> like in fantasy books, you know? And so they give her this little moment where, you know, Durotan asks her out, of course, on a hunt. To go yeah. on a date hunt to date go date hunt. kill some murder, things. Murder, um, a murder date. Cute, meet cute, <laughs> kill some deer. Um, uh, and she's like, "Oh, ooh, I don't know if I'm into you like that." Um, I'm just gonna tell you that I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm underage. I'm like a little, I'm a little kid. Don't not as weird. And he's like, "Okay, I respect it." What if we like just go regular, kill some deer? <laughs> not, like, not a date, not a date. Like, let's still go see a movie, but like, not a date. Um, and it's like, Best I, friends. I didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate it. <laughs> He's like, a, he seemed like a man who can take no for an answer. Yeah, he, 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 just he took so no for an answer. That he didn't have to. He didn't have to, right. <laughs> so they have like a really sexy hunt. It's like yeah. it's like the scene from Ghost, but for killing deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and then Draka didn't want to be a date. It totally was. <laughs> it totally was. And then Draka is like, "BT Dubs, my birthday is today." <laughs> Remember how I said I'm underage? Well, I'm legal today. <laughs> today. <laughs> yeah, she does. She does say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um <laughs> Meanwhile, I still didn't hate it. My bar is really low hate, for fantasy Okay, books. it was it was fine. It was like I don't hate it. I just think it's <laughs> like when you t- step back from it, it's really fucking funny. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My birthday is today. And <laughs> Duratan's like, like the eyebrows goes up. Yeah, um, and they hit it immediately. Immediately, yeah. bam, right there. Uh, Talgath is watching, by the way. <laughs> he is. He's watching everything. You're right. He totally was. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, uh, he's like gives his report and kill Jaden laughs maniacally because he has a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, chapter six, Thrall talks about how unity is, in fact, a good thing. Thrall, why are you here? What are you doing, Thrall? Why are you here? Thanks for the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another year has passed. Uh, Duratan's pop's garage was smushed by an orc, and Duratan is the new <laughs> clan leader. Yeah. Um, Mother Kasher also died. Yeah. Uh, Real off-screen, really real off-screen energy. death energy. Somehow, <laughs> Palpatine has moments. <laughs> somehow, Palpatine has returned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If chapter what like four was they're adults now, yeah. Chapter six is just like you're president now. <laughs> yeah, they're president now. <laughs> they're both president now. They're both president now. Uh, Nurzul, uh, who I don't think is a character we had necessarily seen that much before of, but he's super important. Apparently is the head shaman. Mm. And he has a vision of his wife, uh, Rolkan, who tells him that the world can be ruled by orcs. If they come together and eliminate a common foe cliffhanger, yeah. we're not going to hear what that foe is yet. 
Did we not? Did I just fill in the gaps? They don't tell you until the next chapter. But you know. You knew, I know right? who it is. Okay. Yeah. It's like it it felt it felt weird. It felt <laughs> weird. It's just like <laughs> I don't know. I, I, we'll we'll get we'll get more into this in the next episode. This whole conflict is so strange. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's so dumb. Oh, so I can't dumb. wait to to talk to you about the next part. I, I wish that we could just do it right now. <laughs> Chop it at the bit. Um, meanwhile, Durtan gets a letter from Ner'zhul that has invited the leaders of all the, the, the clans to the sacred mountain. Draka's like, who the fuck is this guy? Who the yeah. fuck does this guy think he is? Does he think and he's the president? You're the president. You're the president, <laughs> Durtan. And I am the president's wife. And I say, <laughs> fuck that guy. And Durtan is like, I forbid you from coming. And Draka's like, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. I, I was wrong, Draka. Thank you. Um, Draka <laughs> does actually, she does like, it's like the story, the story is like, she doesn't have any agency, but she's going to take the agency by the, by the throat and be like, yes, I will do what I want. And that including go where my husband goes. If Draka were the president of this entire book, everything would be fine. There would not yeah. have been orcs versus humans. Um, the Draenei would be chilling. The yeah. orcs would be just hanging out, doing the hunt and dancing under the moonlight. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. If if Draka, if Draka was president, World of Warcraft wouldn't have happened. So. So, I guess it's good that she wasn't because I like World of Warcraft. <laughs> you like World of Warcraft, but yeah. you know, you, we can have an alternate history where Draka is like passes universal health care. Literally, like her whole stance in this book is like, what if we like chilled out a bit before committing genocide? What if? <laughs> what if we were a little bit cooler? Like, yeah, and she's weird for that. She's the yeah. only person in the book who thinks that she's that's a good idea. Super weird. Yeah. Um, but she's she is she uh she loved West Side Story, um and her favorite song is Keep It Cool, um mm. so that's that's her words to uh, live by. Words to live by. Um, I I'm I can't help but get ahead. I I'm sorry for spoiling that drama. Go for it. Like go for it. <laughs> getting <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Draka and Duratan meet Orgrim there, who tells them that the Blackrock clan didn't want to come. Funny, Draka didn't want to come either. Yeah. Uh, also, Orgrim carries the Doomhammer now. Sad, because that means his daddy died. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Orgrim would rather see the Doomhammer destroyed if he could just have his dad back. Aw. This is That's, pretty cute. It's pretty Speaking cute. Speaking of really specific prophecies when the doom hammer is first brought up when the Draenei are talking to him about it yeah oh my god i died when they brought up the <laughs> prophecy around the doom hammer orgrim is like yeah it's not just a cool hammer also apparently it's supposed to like uh there's supposed to be a moment where it saves the clan and then dooms the clan and then <laughs> saves the clan again and i was like wow 
Your prophecy has three acts. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> a three act structure to that prophecy. That that hammer has a more specific tra- prophecy than Duratan has of yes. he might do something. <laughs> we maybe will do something. Exactly. Yeah. The, <laughs> the hammer is the real MVP. Yeah, hammer is the real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then at, at at that same same at that dinner, uh, either Velen or Restalon is like, "Oh, but you you won't get the hammer until your dad dies." And Orgrim's yeah. like, "I hadn't thought oh, of I'm that. Just, I hadn't thought of that." And I'm just a kid, right. and I'm gonna cry now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that was kind of fucked up. Why'd you bring that up? up? Why'd you bring? Why'd you mention that? Just talk. Let him talk about the prophecy. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, Nur- Nurzul reveals to the gathered leaders of the orcs that the enemy they must destroy <laughs> is the Tranai. Yeah. And, and Duratan presses X to doubt uh, on this one. And uh, <laughs> Drekthar, who is the new uh, dude, the new shaman for the mm-hmm. Frost Wolves after Mother Kashar, Kashar died, uh says, oh, yeah, Mother Kasher totally confirmed this, that the Draenei are very bad uh, in a vision. And then Drek'thar then manages to gaslight Duratan into believing uh, that the night he stayed with the orcs was actually a bad thing and that they were very rude and insulting and, you know, cunning with the bad plans. So that is... Yeah. That's where we are. It that's where we are, and that's where we will stay. With <laughs> Durotan walking around, going, "Huh, these guys huh. seemed really cool. I wonder if we should kill them while I wonder, like literally stabbing people." Huh? Yeah. I wonder if this is okay. Is this okay? What if this is okay. Is this okay? Does anyone else find this weird? It, yeah, yeah, he's a really cool guy. I like him. <laughs> Durotan. Yeah. <laughs> Most wishy-washy main character of all time, Duratan. Yeah. This just, is on, honestly, this is all in the Draenei for not running better PR. Um. Just, the Draenei needed to just, if they had just, like, tried a little bit in yeah. the 200 years that they were there, instead of just being, like, creepers and watching the orcs, because um, that's what they're doing. They're just said hello st- from time to time. Also, yeah. you know, completely joking, obviously, like the Draenei literally did nothing wrong. Like thus far, they, no, this nothing is a wrong. book about some chill people who um, save some children from being killed, send them back, keep hanging out, and then get murdered. They <laughs> <laughs> get murdered yeah, for, this- for just the dumbest of reasons. Yep. Uh, most <laughs> of all, like, it, it's just like a real, oh God, when we get into it, it's going to be. So fucking dumb. Uh, just yeah, I I, I want to. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll, get there. we'll get there. All right, so we're, we're gonna we're gonna close it out there. And Sam, uh, so I gotta ask you, uh, as we do at the end of every episode, what are you playing? Yeah, um, it's like part of the reason that books like this are so exciting to me. Um, I uh, play a lot of Heroes of the Storm kind of mostly what I play. If I take a game break, it's to play Heroes of the Storm. It's basically <laughs> League of Legends, but it's the Blizzard version of League of Legends. Um, 
And so all of these little characters we've been talking about, um, they, you know, some of them show up in Heroes of the Storm. And it's fun to know the lore of, you know, where these guys came from. It's fun to see, like, the little kind of retcons that Blizzard has had to throw in to keep this franchise going over the past (laughs) 30 years. Genuinely, genuinely, like, pretty impressive. Um, Like, no, that didn't happen. Like, we're changing changing that around so that it's like, actually, there's a time thing. Well, yeah, I don't know if you've ever... Did you play Warcraft 3? No, I didn't get... Actually, I played a little bit, but I didn't, like play it for story I I played it to <laughs> I just played it a little bit. <laughs> well, so it's it's interesting because you know, like it there is like a consistent kind of through line for all these characters um and it's messy, but one of the acolyte voice lines for like the undead, like you can uh, the undead are like one of the people that you can play as. One of the acolytes, if you move him around, he'll say like my life for Nerzul and like that's the <laughs> Nerzul. Right. Um, so I feel like that's why people really enjoy these books is like yeah. just getting that little hit of like, oh hey, that guy. I know that guy. Hey, there's um, all yeah. yeah. There he that is. Dude. He's he's uh he's he's here. He's, he's here, here around. Um but but Heroes of the Storm also has like like lizard like literally all the other blizzard characters too. Like it's yeah. like it it's like the the conceit is they're all pulled into this battle arena universe or whatever it the the best way to describe it probably would be um if you took super smash bros sure put it in the format of league of legends and then just made it blizzard characters Um, (laughs) it's it's a wacky concept but i i love it (laughs) it's also what the most recent video on my channel is about so if you want to see heroes of the storm in action and hear me talk about how much I love it. <laughs> yeah. Go check out that video on Sam's channel about heroes of the storm and, and her struggles with her own, uh, toxicity as a gamer. Yeah. It's not she good. Was, she was a toxic gamer at one point. I was, I was a bad, bad person. <laughs> oh God. So I've been playing, uh, Starfield and it's oh, one yeah. of those, yeah, it's the new big Bethesda sandbox RPG that's out. Uh, I played, I was like, after the first two hours, I think I posted a message on Discord. Like, I fucking hate it. Um, oh, no. Because, well, my problem with Starfield is that, um, like, it has a really bad opening. And um, then mm. it's like... Um, it's really bad, like really slow. It doesn't onboard you into any of the interesting things that the game does. That's, and it, people have been saying that about Bethesda games forever, right? Forever. It doesn't get to the meat of what's cool <laughs> about the game. So, um, mm-hmm. and what's funny is like I'm, we're we're doing this segment, and we're gonna this episode isn't out for a while, so I'm gonna be talking about other games. I'll probably have like talked about Starfield beating Starfield in another episode, but I don't care because time is bullshit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's basically what I've been playing. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you already I've plugged your video. Doing... Well, what's that? I was just going to say how excited I am about all of the Starfield glitch videos. Definitely keep those oh, I coming. I can't wait. 
I love I love watching some good love glitches. a good love, love a good Bethesda, Bethesda glyph, glitch. It's yeah. it's always nice, always nice to see. Keeps me going. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can check out Sam's work on the YouTube channel Afterthoughts. She does amazing work there. I want to give a special shout out to the patrons at the Geek Scholar level. Friendly friend, Jesus loves you, and Ruthless Mutter. Uh, thank you so much for being our $10 patrons. Your support means the world to us. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Blue Sky at uh, Pixelit Pod. Just put the name in there and you should be able to, to find us. Uh, if Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, rate us five stars, all that fun stuff. Thank you so much for listening and have a good evening.